Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Atif Aga. He's a technology specialist doing data analytics and an avid runner based in Chicago. I have Coach MJ Tolan. He is a speaker, author, and entrepreneur with 35 years experience. He has lived in 12 countries and is the host of the podcast, Mission I'm Possible. And I have Kevin Wash. He is a coach, mentor, author, trainer, and speaker running a consultancy business specializing in sales for international property development. He is usually based in Spain. Today, he is coming to you from Cairo. The question that I have for you, someone is mad at you. How do you acknowledge your feelings without taking responsibility for them? Kevin, kick us off. Okay, I would say on the prefix that as long as what I've done has neither been offensive or rude, I learned a long, long time ago that I am not responsible for other people's emotions. And if I give you a classic example of what I mean, if I said, for example, you look very nice today, Robin, you could take that one of three ways. You could take that as what does he want? How do I normally look? Or thank you very much. Whichever way you choose to take that is your choice. I'm not responsible. Mm. So I abdicate responsibility for people's emotions. So if somebody was mad at me and I hadn't done anything to them, I would acknowledge it, but I wouldn't be bothered by it. Hmm. Yeah, I think there's a broad spectrum of how whatever you say can be perceived. Is there a trend in you that you're doing repeatedly something wrong? Uh, it's, again, I think it comes down to developing emotional uh, EQ uh, intelligence in terms of how you're being perceived how do you say things to other people? Are you learning from making the same thing with this person again and again? Are you mm. getting better with how do you, and not making them mad? So uh, to the next part of the question comes down to my self-esteem and my boundaries. I need to understand, is this something I did wrong? And if I did do, I would take responsibility for it. But otherwise, I would console with them, say, I understand where you're coming from, but I reviewed it. I don't understand what I did wrong. So either you explain it to me or I will have to part ways. <laughs> We're in a leadership position. So uh, I get the fact that the abdication uh, that, that Kevin said about uh, I'm not responsible for their emotions. And, and in a way, of course, I, I definitely get along with that when it talks about my daughter. Mm. But when it comes to people who might be working with me, I might have to feel that way, but still get a little bit more involved because I'm the leader. So I want to help them explore that. I want to be empathetic. I want to take a breath. I want to make sure I'm not offended by their anger and then get them to slow down and kind of break it down. Because the last thing I want is to have this happen again. Mm -hmm. And in saying that, part two of this is it's happened to me more than a dozen times culturally where I just wasn't aware that that was not a good cultural fit for what I might have said or asked them to say, asked them to stand up and speak, pointed to my shoe, which is highly offensive in Thailand. So lots of different things that I might not have known about. So sometimes it's a teaching moment for you both. I, for people, when they say, you make me fill in the blank, whatever it is, you make me, I will often say, if I could make you anything, I would make you agree. And then we would just be done with it. So I don't take responsibility for other people's emotions. They're allowed to feel how they feel. I may say something like, I feel like you're disproportionately angry about this situation. 
But I, I try really hard to keep a level head by acknowledging, I see that you are very angry, but not by taking responsibility of saying, I'm sorry, I made you angry. And I think I learned that by having been in a toxic relationship where I was blamed for that person's emotions so often that now I recognize it quickly when someone is blaming me for their emotions. I think that I agree with you there, Robin. And also to pick up on Coach's point, I think that I totally get it. Culturally, we can do things that can be offensive. If somebody's mad at me, the one thing I would do is ask them, you know, what have I done? If I've done something culturally, I can apologize. If I've done something un that I'm unaware of, I will make a point of not doing it again. You can use nicknames for people that they don't like. And sometimes people don't tell you. If they tell you, then it's, in, and it's my responsibility not to do it again because I know that's the trigger that makes that person angry. But otherwise, some people have got triggers and, and they get mad for the most bizarre reasons. And their reasons are their own reasons. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's the key part. I think two things pop up when one's love being level-headed. Do you seek input and are you analyzing it in a rash, most rational way possible without getting offended after realizing, is this me or is that person? And then once you get that clarity, it's very easy to have a next step. So that's, I think, is a really important uh, thing. As you, we mature, I think we, we get better at it. We get better to see, is it me or is that other person? And who is really mad? And this is another important thing. Sometimes we don't control it. It's family, somebody in the family, they keep making us mad. They keep staying mad at us. And we have no clue why. <laughs> and that makes me think both of you, Kevin and Atif, said what you just said brought up for me. It's not my responsibility to manage other people's emotions, but it's also my responsibility, definitely, not to push their buttons on purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's too easy to do that. If you look at it, you could spin it the other way. I'm not responsible for somebody's success. Really, all I ever do is show them what's within them, then it's entirely up to them. By abdicating responsibility for their emotions, I do the same on the other side of the coin as well. It's too easy for people to blame somebody else for whatever it was didn't work for them. And the reason didn't work is because I'm angry at you because, 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 because. And generally, when you get down to the bottom of it, there's absolutely nothing there. Mm. Let's also keep in mind that when the confrontation like that happens, we want to make sure that we can isolate it, contain it, quarantine it, so that it's not a public thing. Mm. Uh, give them the privacy to, to vent and, and make sure that we calm things down, keep our voice calm and non-aggressive so that we can get them into a room and just hear them out. Because sometimes it is triggers that the baggage that they might have been carrying since they were four. Mm -hmm. And so somebody didn't pay attention to them or there's something and we don't, we're not aware of it because we've got a hundred other things that we're dealing because we're the air traffic control tower. We got a lot of things going on and here we are now micromanaging somebody's tantrum so we want to make sure that we listen to them because we don't want it going outside the office back into the pool of people and creating a toxic wave. I think it's really critical to be able to identify where that madness is coming from. That helps us take the next steps. It could be long-rooted. There's nothing much you can do about it. Or that person has a temperament issue and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. But at the same time, if you realize something you could have done differently or you could learn from it or or this is really coming from a good place well here that's an opportunity to understand and learn it is really easy to trip over other people's emotional baggage that they may not even know is there yeah i was once sat in somebody's uh property invited for lunch and i met their parents for the first time 
And the mother was a very charming lady. And the father looked at me as if he wanted to kill me. He obviously hated me from the first second that he saw me. I never even met the guy. And he was genuinely mad at me. When we finally got to the stage of talking to each other, apparently it turned out that his wife's first true love, I was almost the twin of. Oh, no. And that's what it was. So it was absolutely nothing to do with me. It was him. <laughs> so I think what we're saying is that anytime someone is mad at you, if you're going to acknowledge their uh, anger and kind of get to the root of it, you first have to manage your own emotions. Don't let yourself get on that mad train and go down that track. I think that's essential, Robin, because if you go in a confrontational mood with someone that's angry at you, it can, it can turn into a very ugly situation. You have to use the mask first before you stop the guy next to you. That's it's all. It's, I think it's that for me. You have to be very careful in terms of how do you react to certain things and how do you take them and how does it affect you? Being yeah, able to say, I hear you, I understand you, let's have a conversation about it. But I think it's also very easy to become almost condescending to them. Yes. Where you're like, yeah. oh, you're angry. Why are yes. you angry? Use your words. And that's not a good choice either. <laughs> we have to deliver messages to people who may be underperforming or whatever. And we've got to challenge what they've done. And sometimes you don't need to spend three hours to deliver a message when you're trying to get to the root of a problem. So sometimes I'm a very direct speaker. I'm not confrontational, I'm just direct. Mm. Some people don't like it, but that's not my issue. And that's that's a challenge with some people. They just look to di divert and deflect away from whatever the issue is and claim, oh, you're making me angry because of the way you're speaking to me. I think that would be another topic for a different quick hits is how much responsibility do we have for the way our message lands on someone and the way that we speak to them. But that's yes. our 10 minutes for this conversation. So thank you so much for having it with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.